This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off this week's podcast. Today is Wednesday, November 8th, 2023. I'm Stan Friedman, and this is a very special edition of Franchise Today in celebration of our veterans. As this Saturday, November 11th, 2023, at 11 a.m., celebrations and parades will be kicking off across America in honor of all those who have served in our nation's armed forces. To help us better understand the close ties and connections between veterans and franchising, my good friend Ralph Yeruso, IFA's Vet Fran Chairman, will join us today to talk all about that and more. But first, we give our thanks again to Paul D'Amico for his outstanding performance here last week. In the dozen or so years that I've known Paul, I never really knew as much about him as I learned last week during the interview. Three culinary degrees from Johnson & Wales, three times an undercover boss, a multi-branded franchisee before becoming a multi-branded franchisor, and now leading the charge at Fuzzy's Taco Shop. If you haven't downloaded last week's interview, please Don't miss it. You can find it at www.FranchiseTodayPodcast.com and stream it there or wherever you go to download podcasts. And by the way, while you pay a visit to the FranchiseTodayPodcast.com site, please leave us a review, drop a suggestion for a recommended guest, or just feel free to browse the library containing hundreds of interviews, all just a click away from streaming on demand. Okay, a quick time out here, and when I return... I'll introduce you to Ralph Yeruso, another of franchising's most respected, paid-forward professionals, and also one of the nicest guys I know. Don't go away. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. Franchisors of restaurants, bars, and grills, and multi-unit franchisees, listen up. This message is for you. If you're looking to engage guests... Elevate profits and enhance your customer experience, Atmosphere TV is the answer. What's Atmosphere, you ask? Atmosphere is the world's number one streaming TV service for businesses, here to help you make more and save big on overpriced cable packages. Atmosphere provides you with a free programming option, bringing more than 60 ultra-engaging audio-optional channels designed to please customers and increase their average ticket. So, how does it work? Well, it's easy. Upon sign-on, Atmosphere sends you a free device loaded with over 60 channels of eye-grabbing entertainment. From news and sports to viral videos and fuzzy animals, every channel is family-friendly and designed to keep your customers happy and engaged. Plus, Thanks to Atmosphere's 100% audio-optional format, the programming is perfect for any setting, no matter how loud or busy. So stop playing and paying overpriced cable. Go with free TV instead. Just go to atmosphere.tv forward slash sign up and use the code FRANCHISE and Atmosphere will waive the usual one-time $99 activation fee for your free-to-stream device. Visit Atmosphere online at atmosphere.tv and remember, use the code FRANCHISE to waive your one-time activation fee. Visit atmosphere.tv to elevate your franchise's entertainment experience today. 
Ralphie Russo is the chairman of IFA's VetFran Committee. His franchise career spans almost 40 years of experience, holding executive-level positions with multiple brands. But all of that came after first spending many years as a successful multi-unit franchisee, with as many as 15 locations under his ownership in multiple cities across the country. Ralph is a United States Air Force veteran, a certified franchise executive, and a certified franchise consultant. No matter the role, Z or Zor, Ralph Yeruso is passionate about helping others succeed in franchising and has always been happy to lend a hand and to mentor others. He currently serves as chairman of the VetFran Committee for the IFA, and here he is to tell us all about it. Ralph Yeruso, welcome to Franchise Today. Thank you, Stan. Great to be here. I think it's welcome back, Ralph. If I'm not mistaken, you've been on way back when. I can't remember if it was still Paul and me doing it together or whether I was solo, but I'm sure we've had you on before. Yeah, it was you and Paul. I want to say it was probably five, six years ago. It's been it's been quite some time. It's been a minute, maybe two. So, Ralph, before we get into the meat of today's conversation on this special edition of Franchise Today in celebration of our veterans and the upcoming Veterans Day holiday, why don't we just take a step backward first and introduce Ralph Yeruso to the audience? and tell us a little bit about yourself. When did franchising find you, Ralph, and how did that look? Uh, thanks, Dan. And, and, and again, thanks for having me on the show today. I really appreciate it. It gives me an opportunity to talk about something I'm really passionate about, which is uh, creating opportunities for veterans. Actually, after I got out of the Air Force, I uh, got a job up at LaGuardia Airport working in flight control. I was a C-141 uh, air crew member for about nine years in the Air Force and transitioned to, to civilian life. But had an opportunity to open up a franchise and uh, use my military discount or benefit with with Meineke Car Care Centers actually at the time and uh, opened up a franchise and and um, I was off and running in in my franchise career initially as a franchisee. I ended up as a franchisee for 23 years and owning 15 different locations and uh, was an owner-operator, very engaged. I, I was president of the Meineke Dealer Association. I chaired the National Council. I uh, had a very close working relationship with um, the executive staff there, especially Ken Walker, the former chairman of the IFA. So I was off and running and you know, had a terrific career as a franchisee. After retiring as a franchisee, I had an opportunity to exit. Wasn't really planning on it, but the offer came in and just made so much sense for me to execute on that. I did that and found myself quasi-retired at 49 years old and uh, not really sure what I wanted to be when I grew up. Ironically, <laughs> about three months later, I received a call from Meineke to see if I'd be interested in going to work for them. Initially, I went into franchise development, then moved into operations as chief operating officer and did that for about five years. And the company went through a couple of private equity flips and, and I had an opportunity to exit and I joined Grease Monkey International. I was with Grease Monkey for 10 years as Chief Operating Officer, Chief Development Officer. Had a terrific career there as well. I exited during COVID, actually, and started with uh, IFPG as a franchise consultant. So now I'm working with folks that are aspiring to be franchisees and holding their hand through the process. Boy, I wish I had someone to hold my hand when I started in the franchising journey. But consultants weren't a big thing back in the in the 80s when I got started. So now there's a lot of really great consultants out there like myself that 
have been in the franchise world and industry for a long time. IFPG, FranServe, there's a couple of really good consultant groups out there that really promote franchising. They educate their consultants. So they're doing a great job with their candidates. They're very active in VetFran as well with the IFA. So for me, it's uh, it's kind of like the twilight of my career, being a consultant and leveraging all of the knowledge that I've obtained over the last 38 years in franchising. And also with the relationships that I've, I have with everyone in the industry, such as you and, and the other folks at the IFA. I'm trying to think back to when it was that we met. I know who introduced us. I remember that. Do you? I do. Unfortunately, he recently passed away. Yeah. And Jerry... The late, great Jerry Dardell. Jerry Darnell. The, the mayor of franchising. Oh, and I, Here's another guy that was so passionate about just helping people find their way in franchising. He was so knowledgeable, knew everybody, and really would always, you know, extend that olive branch to anybody that wanted help and never, ever wanted anything in return. That's my best memory of Jerry. I mean, what a yeah. what a great guy he was. The thing he would always ask people is, how can I help you today? That was his tagline. And two, he was a very proud veteran himself. So, yep. so Ralph, tell us about VetFran and your chairing this committee now for the past couple of years, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's a two-year term as chairman. I've been on the executive board for five years now, and I've been on the committee, oh boy, since I was with, with Meineke. Ken Walker encouraged me to join when I was a franchisee. So most of the VetFran committee are franchisors. It's funny, it's either a CEO or a VP of franchise development. As the typical people that serve on the committee, but very, very rarely do you see franchisees on the committee. But some of the folks that serve on the committee with me, Gordon Logan, the, the CEO from Sports Clips, Lou Schlager from Neighborly, who's a, a F-18 fighter Hornet pilot. He's running Mosquito Joes for Neighborly. You know, I can go on and on. There's some really great candidates that are former service members, but we also have a lot of members that never served, but they want to serve the country now by helping veterans. I will tell you that it is a little selfish because I think a lot of folks really like to recruit veterans into franchising. Veterans have pretty disciplined when it comes to standard operating procedures and understanding systems. And that's what franchising is all about, right? No At the end of the day, you know, the, the, the franchisor gives you a, a game plan and a template and a road path to success, but you got to follow that plan and you got to use the tools that the franchisor gives you. So very similar to military life. And, and you know, it's kind of similar to when seven or eight years ago, maybe 10 years now, Michael Stone, former NFL player, and I began PAFI, the Pro Athlete Franchise Initiative, and we had the same methodology and thought in mind. Who better than an athlete to know how to follow a game plan follow a playbook and study and execute and study and execute and be better next week than you were last week and just put your head down and go. And to the same point as with veterans, you've taken orders, you've given orders, you know how to operate under a strict system that has all the pieces and parts in place. It's just execution, isn't it? Yeah. The, the beauty to, to VetFran too is, you know, it's kind of like a three-legged stool. You've got some suppliers that are members of VetFran. Of course, you've got the franchisors that are that are members of that friend and you got the franchisees or the veterans that are you know that third leg of the stool and the suppliers they want to contribute in any way that they can so they're offering discounts to a lot of the franchisors that are members and i believe there's over 600 IFA franchisor members 
that are members of VetFran currently. And so these suppliers are offering programs to the franchisors, which then they can, in fact, turn around and offer to the franchisees to help bring those franchisees in at special programs. Perhaps it's a discount on the service that that vendor offers. We're working with one of our IFA members, who's a new VetFran supplier, First Bank of the Lake as an example. And, you know, they've got a terrific program for veterans. Basically, the veterans, as long as they've got an honorable discharge, are getting 50 basis points off their interest rate. That's savings of thousands of dollars over the term of the loan. So really, really great opportunity to work with those suppliers. The franchisors, in turn, then turn around and typically offer discounts to franchisees, veterans that want to become franchisees. And a lot of these franchisors are now extending that same benefit out to the spouses. So in the event where maybe the veteran member is deceased or for whatever reason can't be on the franchise agreement, they are extending these benefits out to the spouses, which we've worked with Blue Star Families and a couple of other vet-friendly organizations to come up with these programs. And it's really a wonderful opportunity for not only veterans, but their spouses to get involved in franchising as well. There's a scholarship program too that I believe was created. I'm not sure about that and how that works. I was not involved with any of that, but it's a great idea. It's a great concept. I don't know if anyone ever implemented it. I know that there were some brands that gifted franchise licenses to veterans and they put them on a basically a a buyback plan, kind of like a joint venture. So it worked pretty well, but I'm not sure a a lot of brands caught on to that. I think that the mentality was a lot of franchisors really want to see skin in the game from every franchisee candidate. Gotcha. Well, and that makes sense. I mean, even if it's a small amount, veterans don't usually come out of the service with a big fat bank account to work with. So everything was relative, but what little they would put in as skin in the game to them would be a whole lot of money. Right, right. I know like there were some there are some brands out there. I don't know if they still offer it, but like, for example, Popeyes, go back five, 10 years ago, their franchise license fee was around 50 grand and they waived the entire license fee for a veteran. That's significant. Now, VetFran, we started a program a couple of years ago where we have different star rankings for our franchisor members, one star, three star, five star. It doesn't necessarily mean that one brand is better than the other, but it does mean that there are some differences. For example, a five-star member of that brand needs to be in business at least three years, needs to have at least 50 units open, and needs to offer at least a 20% discount off their franchise license fee to a veteran. So so if you're looking for a franchise as a veteran, you know that, okay, I'm going to probably get my biggest discount here. May not necessarily be the right fit for you, but there are other brands as well. I know some really great brands that are at one and three star, but their discount is less. A one star is a 10% and a three star is a 15% discount. So a little bit less of a discount, but could be an awesome brand as well. The bottom line is the mission for the Vet Friend Committee and, and the Vet Friend Group is to try and continue to create ways or pathways for veterans to get into franchising. And even if in, in the case of employment as well, not just being franchise ownership, but there's a lot of franchisors out there that are looking for good employees. And I'd like to think that VetFrank can help facilitate that as well. Why don't we take a quick break right here? And when we come back, let's talk some more about how important it is that the franchisors that are part of VetFran are actually worthy of the veteran taking a look at those brands. Because I know a lot of people try to jump on board to serve their own needs, but let's stay focused on who this program is here to help. We're talking today with Ralph Yerusso. He is the chairman of the IFA's Vet Fran Committee, and we'll be right back. 
Franchise Today. We'll be right back. But first, a word from our sponsors. In today's world, franchisors must apply systems that manage and support all aspects of franchise relationships. Whether it's supporting prospective franchisees on their discovery journeys or getting units opened and properly supported. Whether it's managing legal, compliance, and royalties or managing franchisee location and ownership information. I'm talking about the power of one. One system, one tool that manages it all for multiple stakeholders across a single brand or across an entire enterprise for multi-branded portfolio companies. Yes, a single instance of FRM is all it takes across departments and across brands. No more multiple logins required. In fact, you don't need to log in at all. FRM is fully functional from inside your Gmail or Outlook inbox. You heard it right. One system providing a single source of truth that will push, pull, and integrate with data from other sources and databases thanks to open APIs. Plus, FRM offers dynamic and comprehensive dashboarding and robust reports on demand with customizations available across all departments and brands. So, replace inflexible take-it-or-leave-it platforms with a more personal approach to franchise relationship management and satisfy the needs of many with the power of one, the only one that lets you have it your way. Visit frmsolutions.com to learn more or to order up a demo today. And the conversation continues today with Ralph Yerusso, chairman of IFA's Vet Brand Committee. On the break, Ralph, I took a moment to find the answer to a question that I asked you about veterans being supported by scholarships. And what I found was that Gordon Logan, Clips founder, marked the 10th year of supporting veterans through Help a Hero scholarships. Sport Clips Haircuts launched its annual promotion to raise $1.7 million by November 11th. The campaign supports the VFW's Sport Clips Help a Hero Scholarship Program, which provides funds for education for veterans and service members to transition to post-military civilian careers. So it's just another great piece of work. I mean, Gordon is such a benefactor. He gives so much to IFA and to veterans. Dina Dwyer Owens made a huge contribution with her husband recently, didn't she? Yeah. Um, in fact, Mary Thompson also made a personal contribution. But, you know, I just want to go back to Gordon for one moment because you're not going to find anyone that's more passionate about helping veterans. He amazes me with his generosity towards veterans, towards the VetFran program, both personally and professionally. He was an Air Force pilot. Can't say enough heartfelt thanks to Sports Clips and to Logan for everything that they've done to help support VetFran. And, and you mentioned Dina. Her dad actually founded VetFran back in 1991. So we were actually, we just recently celebrated our 30-year anniversary. We, we celebrated it at the 2022 convention because we didn't have a convention in 2021. But um, yeah, there was a lot of buzz at the IFA convention during 2022. And Dina and her husband, I believe, made like a $250,000 grant to the Educational Foundation in the name of VetFran. It was some astounding number. Yeah, yeah. The generosity is amazing. And I think Mary, I think Mary, who's the chief operating officer, uh, she's a former Marine, very active participant in VetFran. I think, I believe she made a $100,000 donation. Well, the passion is something you can't make up. And I've never seen any business model that exudes passion as does franchising. And then when you put veterans on top of that, it's really over the top. Yeah, couldn't agree more. So let's talk about what 
IFA does and VetFran does to allow a company that wants to participate in VetFran become a VetFran brand? They can't just do it because they want to, right? They've got to be vetted? Yeah, they have to be vetted to a certain degree. I mean, we do have some prerequisites. For example, you need to be in business for at least three years. You need to have at least 25 units open. The one thing that we can't do, and same as the IFA, is we can't do due diligence for our veterans. I mean, they have to do their own due diligence. They have to like the company. They have to do their own discovery day. They really have to embrace whichever brand that they're looking at. But we do set up the requirements. Some of the requirements, believe it or not, they have to have certified franchise executives on staff. They have to have veterans on their corporate staff as well. You know, we're looking at, at all of that stuff as people go through the interview process to become a vet friend franchise or member. But we can't make a recommendation like, hey, you know, you should buy this franchise over this franchise. We just don't want to get into that. And you can probably imagine the legalistic issues that you could open up a can of worms with in in that kind of situation. Absolutely. Well, Ralph, talk a little bit about what's going on in today's current environment for veterans. And it's probably a confusing enough time to transition out when we're not in precarious times as the military and the entire, I guess, the whole structure of our constitution is hanging in the balance when we've got open borders and the things that are going on with politics in the world today. How do you see that impacting veterans as they're trying to make transitions right now? It definitely is impacting them because many are concerned that they're getting close to exiting their branch. And in many cases, they're not going to be allowed to exit. So if they're in a position or if they're posturing to make an investment, to have a a life after the military, and they're going to have some trepidation in making an investment because they may get deployed. So there are concerns there, especially with the current environment in the world today. It's scary. I'm, I'm highly concerned about the open borders and some of the things that are happening in the, in the Middle East and, and the world, frankly. It's a scary time for us. And I think everyone everyone in the military is on high alert. What about some success stories? Do you have any stories that you've experienced in your tenure through VetFran about those who have come through the program and have had spectacular success? Oh, yeah. I mean, we've placed a lot of veterans into, into franchises and they've excelled. They've done quite well. They've taken advantage of the discounts. When I was with Grease Monkey, we had a really great program for veterans that not only did the franchisor participate, but the vendors participated as well. So the likes of ExxonMobil and Chevron and ServiceChamp and some big players were also extending VetFran discounts to the candidates that were coming through. So at the end of the day, these folks could save thousands, tens of thousands of dollars in getting started in their business. So yeah, a lot of instances like that have have occurred in the past. I look at Neighborly. This is a a $4 billion company. We're doing some research right now. And I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but we've employed or retained Frandata and Edith and her team. And they're doing research on, okay, what is the annual savings that veterans are enjoying through the VetFran program? Because while we can take a wag at it, we just don't know. So we're trying to capture that data. And 25% 
of all of the franchises that are out there with Neighborly are owned by veterans. So we started taking a deeper dive and now we're sampling different franchises across different industries. We think that the annual savings generated for veterans is somewhere north of a million dollars in discounts that are given to veterans throughout the franchise community. So it's a wonderful thing. Again, I can't express more heartfelt thanks to all of those that are so generous with trying to recruit veterans, helping them get started in post-service life and bringing them on board and having that wonderful franchisor franchisee relationship. Can we spend a few minutes talking about resources that the IFA makes available? There's a very rich website loaded with content and information. Talk some about that. Yeah, I encourage everyone to visit vetfriend.org. That's managed by IFA. We have an interim manager who's actually an Air Force vet who's also a supplier for the IFA and Jimmy Weeks. And so he's done an amazing job with the website. Um, It's what he does professionally as well. And we've got some great traction, some great visits, some great accountability. So yeah, if uh, if you have a moment, uh, any of your listeners out there, highly encourage you to visit vetfriend.org. Search around there. You can see the differences uh, for franchisors, for suppliers. Um, it's a really easy site to navigate through. I highly recommend taking a look at that. And I appreciate you giving Jimmy Weeks a shout out. You talk about a passionate guy in this business for a long, long time. Nobody's got the passion fired up any better than Jimmy Weeks. And he's he's like the Energizer bunny. Yeah. You know, I mean, the guy never stops. And you, you, you nailed it. He's so passionate and all he wants to do is good. And again, what he does personally time commitment-wise to help vet friend. All of the guys, Ron Bender, Sean Falk, I mean, these guys and, and all of the folks on the committee, they dedicate a lot of hours. There's no money in it for them. There's there's nothing in it for them other than their passion to serve. And that's a wonderful thing when you got groups of volunteers that come together and dedicate that time and energy. In a lot of cases, their own money as well to participate. We're talking about doing a retreat where we get together. That's on our dime. We're going to want to get together and just talk about different programs and different things that we can do and what does our five-year plan look like for Vet Friend and how can we continue to grow on the things that we've already done. So Ralph, the actual holiday is Saturday, if I'm not mistaken, celebrated though on Friday the 10th, which is unusual. I think most federal holidays or national holidays are usually on Mondays, but it's a long weekend either way, whether it's Friday or Monday that it's tagging on to. So what does a guy like you do to celebrate Veterans Day, Ralph? Just because I'm a veteran doesn't mean that I can't thank other veterans for serving. I think it's important just to extend that handshake, extend that thank you. I think it's important. I think a lot of folks that have served, the country is so much more patriotic now than it was, say, back in the late 70s or early 70s. And it's great when people take that extra moment to just say thank you for your service. I think that goes a long way in recognizing people that have served. It's just great to do that. It makes them feel good for serving and it makes you feel good for thanking them as well. I remember once during the Desert Storm years and the one thing thing that you or me or Jerry Darnell or anybody who was constantly traveling was always doing was fighting to get that upgrade on that next flight. And I remember getting onto a Delta flight where I got my upgrade and a guy came onto the plane in uniform and I gave him my seat and took his. I can't imagine ever feeling so good checking myself out of first class and going into coach, but I did that once. Well, you know, you're making me cry, Stan, because that's the kind of stuff that you just can't even put a price tag on. I did a similar thing. It was a little different. He wasn't in uniform 
uniform, but he was in a wheelchair and he was a World War II vet. And I was like, I'm not going to make this guy go sit in the back of the airplane. And I just stood up and I said, this is your seat, sir. And got up and took his seat. The flight attendants were very appreciative of it. But those are the kind of things, you know, I don't know. How do you put a price tag on that? I mean, it's a love for country and love for those who have sacrificed and served. It's just amazing, though, that I did it spontaneously. I didn't even think about what I was doing. And I couldn't believe how good it felt to do it. I just put myself in a middle seat and coach. Yeah. (laughs) And it felt good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ralph, we're coming around the final turn here, buddy. What is it that I haven't asked you today that you wished I might have? I don't know, Stan. We covered a lot. I hope that my answers were concise. I tend to ramble on a lot. It's obviously something that I'm I'm very passionate about. I love that Fran, love being part of it. It, It's just, just a wonderful committee. I think that when you look at the IFA, it's probably the one committee that a lot of the other committees try and resemble as much as they can. And that's kind of an honor in and of itself. So I appreciate that. Some of my predecessors that have been chairman as well, Steve White, Jeff Beavis, Mary Thompson. You know, I can go on and on. I mean, just great chair people, passionate about the committee, passionate about serving veterans and creating pathways for them to get into franchising. It's just, uh, you know, it's a feel-good organization. It's a feel-good committee. And I think that we make a difference at the end of the day. And when you can be part of something at the IFA, and you know, I can't say enough good things about Matt and especially Catherine at the IFA in such a breath of fresh air, embracing everything with VetFran. She's a terrific advocate for us as well. And I encourage listeners that if they're not part of it, reach out, reach out to us, reach out to me, Catherine, Jimmy, anybody at the IFA and let us know, visit VetFran.org and become involved. Get your company involved, whether you're a supplier or a franchisor, it doesn't really matter. We can use the help. And at the end of the day, maybe we can find you some good veterans to become franchisees in your system as well. Right off the VetFran page on the About Us tab, although veterans make up only about 7% of the population, they account for a whopping 14% of all franchisees in America. They're more likely to hire other vets and spread the opportunity, prosperity, and job creation that's made franchising one of the fastest growing sectors of the U.S. economy. Our mission and passion in VetFran is to continue to grow these numbers and continue to connect talented and patriotic veterans with so much to offer with franchise business ownership opportunities. That says it all, my friend, and I can't thank you enough for leading that charge for the past many years and being a part of it for that many more. Ralphie Russo, chairman of IFA's VetFran Committee, thanks for joining us in celebration this week of Veterans Day right here on Franchise Today. My honor, my pleasure. Thank you so much, Dan, for inviting me. Well, that does it for today. Join me again next week and every Wednesday at noon Eastern as I drop brand new interviews with some of the most dynamic, interesting, and successful executives in franchising. Also, please visit our website at FranchiseTodayPodcast.com and drop a review, poke around the library of prior episodes, or make guest recommendations. It's always great hearing from you, so please come by and say hello. So, until next Wednesday at noon Eastern, I'm Stan Friedman, wishing you the best, the very best of all things franchising. And Franchise Today is out. Franchise Today is a production of FRM Solutions, providing best-in-class CRM tools to empower relationships with prospective and existing franchisees. No excuses, just solutions. Find them online at frmsolutions.com. Join Stan every Wednesday at noon Eastern for another live episode of Franchise Today. Or, as always, download episodes on demand at blogtalkradio.com or iTunes.